In last week's video podcast, I ended the basic explanation of what to look for in title commitments with a promise to share how our promulgated contract forms address title exceptions and what are the buyer's rights when one or more title exceptions are, or use restrictions are unacceptable to the buyer. Under the promulgated contract provision covering title commitments and surveys, the buyer automatically agrees to a number of items that will be accepted to under the title commitment and policy. These items are listed in paragraph 6A of your promulgated contracts, and they include such things as an exception to restrictive covenants common to the platted subdivision in which the property is located, the standard printed exception for standby fees, taxes, and assessments, liens created as part of the financing described in the contract, utility easements created by the dedication deed or plat of the subdivision in which the property is located, reservations or exceptions otherwise permitted by the contract or may as be, be approved by buyer in writing, the standard printed exception as to marital rights, the standard printed exception as to waters, tidelands, beaches, streams, and related matters. The standard printed exception as to discrepancies, conflicts, shortages in area, or boundary lines, encroachments or protrusions, or overlapping improvements. Unless, of course, the parties check that this will be amended to just read shortages in area. And finally, the exception or exclusion regarding minerals, which exception has been approved by the Texas Department of Insurance. Exceptions showing on Schedule B of the title commitment that are outside the scope of those just mentioned and listed in paragraph 6A of the contract can be objected to by the buyer. In addition, if buyer inserts a special use for the property in paragraph 6D of the contract that would be prohibited under any of the exceptions listed under that paragraph 6A, then buyer can object. If buyer objects to special matters shown on the commitment, then the contract actually provides the seller 15 days to cure the objections and closing is automatically extended to accommodate those 15 days. If the objected to matter cannot be or is not cured within the 15 days, then buyer has an additional five days to decide to terminate the contract. Failure to terminate the contract means buyer waives the objection or objections. The closing date is defined in paragraph 9 of the contract to be a date certain or within seven days after objections made under paragraph 60 have been cured or waived, whichever date is later. So if buyer makes objections, the date for closing may move accordingly and automatically without need to amend the closing date. If you have questions about how to read a title commitment, please reach out to one of our professional escrow team members. We are happy to help and are your resource for results. Thank you.